0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Bound House podcast. My name is Emily and I'm here again with David. Today we are honoring National Poetry Month by reading two poems written by Bown family members. The first was written by John Bown in about 1692, to a love interest after his second wife died. David, could you read it for us?
1: Dear P, my real friend is gone unto his rest, unto whom I did unfold the secret of my breast and he did me advise to one I'd little known, who then with me did sympathize, and she become my own. But she is gone to her eternal rest, and he also, where they are ever blessed. Now we are left, it so forth so to be, why thou not become a wife to me? But hearken yet what I desire of thee, it's what in truth may honourable be, pleased to give an answer in reality, that I may know what is thy mind to me. I hope I shall in chastity remain, till in truth's order I may thee obtain. Be pleased in true love thy answer for to send, to him resteth in true love thy honest-hearted friend."
0: Thank you. Now, our second poem was written by Samuel Bound Parsons in 1841 to honor the death of one of the Fox Oaks. These two oak trees in Flushing were the very ones where Quaker founder George Fox gave a sermon in 1672, so they were very important to the area. David, could you read it for us?
1: The ancient oak lies prostrate now, its limbs embrace the sod, where in the spirit's strength and might our pious fathers trod where, underneath its spreading arms and by its shadows broad, clad in simplicity and truth, they met to worship God. No stately pillars round them rose, no dome was reared on high. The oaks their only columns were, their roof the arching sky. No organ's deep-toned notes arose, or vocal songs were heard. Their music was the passing wind, or song a forest bird. And as his spirit reached their hearts, by man's lips speaking now, a holy fire was in their eye, pure thought upon their brow. And while in silence deep and still, their souls all glowing where, with heartfelt peace and joy and love, they felt that God was there. Those pure and simple-minded men have now all passed away, and the scenes in which they moved, these only relics lay. And soon the last surviving oak, in its majestic pride, will gather up its falling limbs and wither at its side. Then guard with care its last remains, now that its race is run. No sacrilegious hand should touch the forest noblest one. And when the question may be asked why that old trunk is there, tis but the place in olden time God's holiest altars wear.
0: Thank you again for joining me, David. We will leave you all to interpret these poems as you please. Visit our website, foundhouse.org, to stay up to date on all our latest videos. I hope you'll all join us again in two weeks.